This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hilton, Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. Luke chapter 17, I read from verse 12. The Bible says, and Jesus, let me go a little bit back. Okay. Verse 12. Now watch this. He said, as he entered into a certain village, and there met him ten men, there were leper which stood afar off. Now watch it now. He said, he entered into a certain village. No name. Is it that the writer doesn't know the name of the city? He knew. Then there met him ten lepers. They were afar of no names. Now, do you know the significance of that is that the city, the city's name and the name of the leper were not important. It is the lesson that God wanted us to focus on that is important. So when you come across scriptures like that, you quickly look out what is the important thing that the Lord is trying to point out in this scripture. Do you understand? Because even in every scriptures are God's instructions that can change your life. So, let's go to the next verse. He said, and they lifted up. So, the lepers, they saw him afar off. The Bible said, they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Prayer. Now, watch it. Jesus Christ, I'm sure he saw them. But he was going on his own and he would have kept going. He would have entered into the village, finished his business and he would come out. And those guys would be leprous and nothing will happen. But they saw him and they lifted up their voices and they cried out for mercy. Tell somebody, prayer is very important. Because every closed mouth is a closed destiny. If you refuse to pray, no one will pray your prayer for you. Now, watch what happened now. They cried for mercy. Then he responded in verse 14. And when he saw them, so they calling his attention, turned his side towards them. He said to them, a divine instruction. Go, shield yourself unto the priest. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. Powerful scripture. They asked him to show them mercy. They were expecting him to come and do a bakadabra or pray in the name of his God or beat them up or spit on, spat on them or do whatever. But he gave them divine instruction that was packaged from heaven to match that situation. Behind every instruction of God towards you is the wisdom of God for your help. Whenever you refuse to obey divine instruction, you dishonor God. And then you delay your miracles. Now, watch it. When he told them to go and show themselves to the priest, watch it. In those days, according to the law of Moses, only the priests were authorized to be able to guarantee that somebody is healed. In those days, not the doctors. Only the priests can certify that you are okay, you are no longer, because the, leper, the lepers were ostracized out of the city. That was why they were outside the city. Do you understand? So, And when the priest can guarantee that you are okay, you can come back into the city. So he told them now, go and show yourself to this priest, telling them that you are healed. The Bible says, and as they obeyed, what happened to them? They were cleansed. So, miracle always meet people who will obey God. Now, if you refuse, now, I'm talking to somebody now, the Spirit of God is talking to somebody, you have been instructed. God already gave you instructions. 
and what and what to do. But to you, your mind is telling you that is not the right thing to do. Are you wiser than God? If only you will obey what God told you to do, your miracle will have have happened before now. So from this service, whatever the Lord instructed you to do, go and do it. God is wiser than any man. Do you understand? Now watch it, what happened now? So the lesson now, we're focusing on the lesson. So in verse 16 or 15, and one of them, tell somebody one of them, how many were there, please? And how many are we focusing on now? Because one of them, when he saw that he was healed as they went, he turned back, watch two things, and with a loud voice, what did he do? He glorified God. That is, he praised God. Ten people were healed. The other night continued. One man stopped. And cry, Father, I give you praise. Do you know what is leprosy? Do you know what it means to be a leper in those days? You don't sleep in the house. You sleep outside. You can't come near human being. You live among the animals like animal. And one man discovered, God just changed my shame to glory. And what did he do? The Bible says, with a loud voice. He was not conscious of his dignity anymore because he had none anyway. And I tell people, when you are in the midst of problem and Satan is encamping around you, you have no dignity whatsoever. The day that Nebuchadnezzar discovered that even on the throne, a man is nothing without God. When God brought him down from the throne and made him an animal, the guy just understood. When God is no longer with a man, you are nothing. I pray that Jehovah will not depart from you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So this man turned back with a loud voice. What did he do? He glorified God. Then watch verse 16. And the next thing he did, he cried out, he glorified God with a loud voice in verse um, 16. And fell down on his face at his feet. What did he do next? Giving him times. And he was a Samaritan. You know why? Probably nine of them were Jews. Only one was a Samaritan. It was the one that was supposed not to be grateful. That was most grateful. One. Samaritan. Because in those days, the Samaritan and the Jew, they are are no friends. Because the Jew, they consider the Samaritan as less of a woman being. But that guy was grateful. Now, Jesus paid attention to that guy's reaction. Now, let's go to the next verse. Am I I in verse 17 now? Verse 17, what what Jesus Christ said. And Jesus answering said, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? That was an exclamation. That was a questionable exclamation. It was like, ah, ah. Himself was surprised. Even if four or five can come back and give thanks, wouldn't have been so surprised. But we're not ten cleansed. What about the remaining nine? Jesus himself was surprised at the level of ingratitude and lack of giving praise to God. 
for such a mighty miracle. Then watch what Jesus Christ said next. Verse 18. They are not found that returned to give glory to God. Save who? This stranger. Do you know what we have discovered in church? We discovered that old timer they get familiar with God. And you see somebody that just visit church and God just little miracle for them and they just go ballistic. And old timer are sitting on basket of miracles. They never come out to testify to anybody. They don't give glory to God. They say, what is this? If God finished the duplex for me, I will come and give glory to God. Don't you know that in this city, some people are looking for two bedroom, one bedroom, and they can't find. He says, it's only a tukumbo a, a a car. When God give me tiaroba, I will come and testify. Some people don't have spoke of bicycle. And some people will never buy a bicycle in their lifetime. Every good and perfect gift. Where is it from? It's from above. Praise the Lord. Jesus Christ was so surprised. Then the end of the story, and I give you three points, and then I round up. Jesus Christ said, and then in verse 19, he said, and he said unto him, he's talking to the guy, the stranger, the Samaritan, arise, go thy way. Thy faith had made thee oh. You know what Jesus Christ made us to realize in that scripture? Every time you give thanks, it's an expression of faith in God. God recognized a thanksgiver as somebody expressing faith towards him. See, every time you don't appreciate me, God sees you as somebody without faith. Praise the Lord. Then I give you three points and then we're going to close. Number one, affirmation of God's goodness. Whenever you give thanks, it's an affirmation that God is a good God. In Psalm 107 verse 1, it says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, and his mercy endures forever. Every time you lift up your hand and say, Father, I thank you. Father, I celebrate you. You are affirming that God is a good God. Because according to James chapter 1 verse 17, every good and perfect gift comes from where? It comes from him. So, you are affirming to God, you are affirming to yourself, and you are affirming to the earth and to the kingdom of darkness that my God is good and only good things will always come to me. Praise the Lord. How many of you are expecting good things from God? God is on your side in Jesus' name. Then number two, why do we give thanks and why do we praise God? To prevent divine curse on your blessing. Some people say, can God curse somebody? He said so in his scripture. Malachi chapter 2 verse 2. Malachi chapter 2 verse 2. He said, if you will not hear, if you will not take it to heart, to give glory to my name, says the Lord of hosts, I will send a curse upon you and I will curse your blessings. God is the one talking. Yes! He said, I have cursed them already because you do not take it to heart. That is the danger. Do you know? <laughs> Let me tell you this. See, God is a good God but it's a terrible enemy. Do you know God can turn a man's brand new car to become his coffin? Yeah, he can turn a man's brand new car. The car can become his coffin. A man can build a beautiful duplex with millions of naira or dollar and that place can become his graveyard. 
God is a good God, but it's a terrible enemy. May God never fight you. I pray again, may God never fight you. May God never turn around to fight you. May God not turn your blessings to curses in the mighty name of Jesus. To prevent that is to appreciate God for every little thing. Do you know that while we went to bed yesterday, we slept, we were snoring, and we woke up this morning and we were laughing. Many people were moved from their bed to the mortuary while you are in the sanctuary this morning. Many people slept yesterday and they walked to their bed this morning. They needed wheelchair to move them around because somehow mysteriously things happened in the middle of the night. But there is somebody that was watching over you. There's somebody that never sleeps nor slumber. There was somebody that is angels. They are taking guard and they were flying around and watching over your destiny. You know, you don't even know the arrows they were flying in the middle of the night aiming at you and they were being deflected. You didn't know anything. Do you know the reason why we don't give thanks is because we are not even aware many things that could have happened that God prevented. Do you know that to drive from your house to the church this morning, anything could have happened? Do you know what the enemy planned and what they failed. That is why for everything, give what? Thanks unto the Lord. For he is good and his mercies endures forever. Number three, as I close. So what have I said? What's the first reason why we must give thanks to God? To affirm that God is a good God. Number two, why is the second reason why we must give thanks to God? To prevent him turning our blessing to God. Then number three, to put a seal of irreversibility. I love big language. I love big grammar. It makes me feel very good. Praise the Lord. So, to put a seal of irreversibility on your miracle. Every time that God does something for you, and you go and celebrate him, celebrate him, celebrate him, what God does that, he will make sure that that blessing can never be reversed. Because the assignment of the enemy is to do what? To steal to kill and to destroy. And I pray for you this morning, whatever God worked out in your life becomes irreversible in the mighty name of Jesus. So we saw that with that leper, that Samaritan that turned back. According to Luke chapter 17 verse 19, watch it. He said, and he said to him, Jesus Christ said to that guy, he said, arise, go your way. Your faith has made you whole. You know what he's saying? He was not just healed. When you are healed of leprosy, the sign that you were once a leper will be there. But when the Lord makes you whole out of leprosy, the fingers and everything that have chopped up, they will grow out. So there will be no sign that you would never, you, that that guy had ever been a leper. That was what, so nine of them were healed and they remain healed. And there is still the possibility that they can turn back and become a leper. But one man, out of ten, came back and gave glory to God. He praised God. Then number two, he gave thanks to God. What happened? A seal of irreversibility was put upon his blessing. It became permanently hold. When the rest of the guy, when they will see him, ah, ah, what? Ah, we are cleansed, but you are whole. He will tell them, it's because of what? I'm a grateful man. I'm a grateful man. How many of you are, becoming, are going to become addicted to gratitude? Gratitude. Gratitude. You know what we are going to do? What he instructed me to do this morning? 
you are going to stand upon your feet this morning. Watch it. And then cast back your mind. Has God ever been good? From this beginning of January up, has God ever been good to you? Go ahead on your own. You saw what that guy did. The Bible says he shouted with a loud voice. Don't be mindful of people that are on your right or on your left. Go ahead on your own and give glory. Praise and thanksgiving to this great and mighty God. So go ahead and do it on your own. Just go ahead. You want to lie on your faith? You want to kneel down? Let him see that I am the one that is here. Call them one after the other. God healed your child. You think it's a small thing. That child could have been dead. Oh, God made a way for you where others are finding things difficult. You are still having food to eat. Why not go ahead and appreciate this God? This very morning, I don't know what God did for you. God is asking us that this very morning, he wants us to go back and be grateful. He wants us to go back and be thankful. He wants us to go back and offer him praise for what he alone did or are done in your life. Just go ahead and appreciate him. Go ahead and appreciate him. Everywhere where let the voice of thanksgiving, let the voice of praise go up to God. Let it go up to heaven right now. Because as your praises goes up, as your thanksgiving go up, you are touching God in a way that others cannot touch him. You are putting a seal of irreversibility upon those miracles, upon those blessings. You are making God to know my blessing can never become a curse. You are making God to know I am a Farming to the heart and my family to the heavens that God is the one that did it. No one did it. Only God did this for me. I'm affirming that every good and perfect gift they came from this great and mighty God. Go ahead and celebrate him this morning with the voice of thanksgiving. Go ahead and celebrate him this morning with your praises. Name there what has God done for you. What has God done for you? He gave you admission. Don't you know he's the one that we provide? Is the one that we make a way? Is the one that we give you the intellectual ability? to be able to go through that university why not go ahead and celebrate him it does not matter what other people are doing if you can recognize that, that this is the finger of God at work in my life then you will see the hand of God if you cannot recognize the finger of God then the hand of God will be denied in your life go ahead and just appreciate him thank him, praise him, honor him reference him worship him this morning celebrate him this morning he is the most high God no one can do what he alone can do that is why he alone deserves all the praise he alone deserves all the glory he alone deserves all the thanksgiving father we celebrate you father we honor you this very morning in Jesus mighty name we give thanks daddy once again I bow my knee on behalf of all daddy please every and any way where we must have taken your goodness for granted father please be merciful unto us Father, forgive us our sin of lack of gratitude, of lack of praises to you. That we repent of it as a church, as individual and as a family. That we receive forgiveness for that evil and receive cleansing by the blood of Jesus. But at this very, we affirm that every good and perfect gift is from you. But at this very morning, we declare that by your mercy, our blessing will never be reversed to a cause. And we declare that Jehovah, as we have thanked and praised you this morning, the seal of irreversibility to a miracle. They are released from heaven in the name of Jesus. Daddy, as we have praised you and thank you and celebrate you this morning, even for what you have done already, Father, why we are thanking you now? We want to appreciate you because you are blessing us some more. 
we give you all the praise to you. I pray that the spirit of grace for gratitude will rest upon this church. Whether we are meeting together or we are in any house or any location, Father, thank you, Jesus, we always be in our midst. We, I give you praise, we always be in our, in our mouth. Everywhere we are looking at, people can be able to sense the spirit of gratitude in our hearts in the name of Jesus. We will never take you for granted anymore. We return all the praise and all the glory to you. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Now listen to me, please, while you are rising up. There are some people that have, that have come here this morning, you have not given your life to Jesus. Do you know that the greatest way you can show gratitude to God is to accept his offer of forgiveness of sins. So if you are here, you have not given your life to Jesus and you want to be grateful for what Jesus did on the cross of Calvary, please, whatever you are, you are, just lift up your hands. I want to pray briefly with you. You want to give your life to Jesus or you want to rededicate your life to Jesus. You say, Pastor, this very morning, I want to commit. I want to appreciate him for what he did for me on the cross of Calvary. Wherever you are, you say, I want to rededicate my life to Jesus or I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to show gratitude for what he did on the cross of Calvary for me. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Father, for the life of everyone in this place. Thank you for the miracle you did. And thank you for a wonderful first service. Thank you for a powerful second service. And thank you even for the blessing here after. Thank you for the set man and the set woman in the house. Thank you for bringing us together. We return all the praise and all the glory to you alone. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, please visit our podcast at The Throne Room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, call 08087-000004 or visit the Life Center at number 20 Colorado Close off Dame Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website, www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored. Highly favored.